Miller, and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, as KXNO gets back to local programming for the next seven hours. Uh, coming up on our portion of that seven hours as we take you to one o'clock. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, just a little bit past, we're going to head south to Kansas City, catch up with the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. NFL draft is... Two weeks from tonight? It is. Holy mackerel. I'll be coming to you live from Kansas So you'll be there actually Thursday morning? Thursday morning. Yeah, that's the plan. We will get on the road. Graphite construction sponsors. Yes, looking forward to that. Russ, the biggest draft nick that I know, Mm -hmm. and he is pumped up about that. He'll be down in Kansas City with me. We'll be on the air from KC and there on Thursday and Friday. You'll be manning the ship back here. All right. Tons of NFL draft coverage continuing the next couple of weeks. And we're a week away from the mock draft, 4-6, to six, coming up next week uh, from the Chicken Coop up in Ankeny. You and Sean are doing that? Yep, it'll be Sean and myself, Russ, and the whole Graphite team. And if you want to make your pick for your team, stop to the Chicken Coop. Get your little placard. We'll get your opportunity to pick for your team as we go through the mock draft. And I do have, as you like to note, when we do our uh, different contests, I am the commissioner. Yes. And if you go a little crazy... If you're going to say, you know what, I, I want to see MJ Anderson taking your big Cyclone fan. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to put the kibosh on that. Right. I allow a little flexibility, but let's not be too crazy. No, and uh, Dace tried one back in 2000 and whatever, um, and, and the first pick in the draft was some guy from Iowa State. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, not, it, not a lot. That wasn't even drafted. Right. Uh, anyways, yeah, that's uh, that, that can get out of hand very right. quickly. So Mitch Holtis is coming up at 1135. What kind of plans Kansas City making? Uh, we'll talk some Chiefs as well with our friend Mitch Holtis who it won't be long. He'll be back every single day uh, from Chiefs training camp. Whenever it gets underway, Mitch will join us all throughout the month of August as he has in the past and then weekly throughout the season and to the postseason. Um, as long as the Chiefs are alive, Mitch Holtis will be with us. So that's the first guest on the program. Our number two, we're going to switch gears. Uh, it is, after all, um, almost hockey playoff time, but Joe O'Donnell it works out for well for him. The voice of the Minnesota Wild is going to give us a little pre- playoff preview with the big club and some of the other teams out west. Look forward to catching up with our friend Joe O'Donnell, the voice of the Minnesota Wild, radio-wise on KFAN. He'll join us at 12.05. And then a little bit of gambling conversation with Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com. Number varies with him. Uh, the NBA playoffs are almost set. What does that do there's a rumor out there that NFL, that NBA teams rather NBA playoffs um, a rumor out there the NBA teams actually play defense uh, when it comes to the postseason <laughs> so how do uh, handicappers and how should betters adjust to point totals those type of things what uh, changes has he seen uh, with all his analytics and all the data that he mines when it comes to Major League Baseball or the uh, totals run totals going up or down or what is it having any effect at all so those kind of things as well, maybe a little bit, um, um, you know, kind of going behind the scenes is with football sneaking up, when do you start? When do you roll yeah. up your sleeves? I mean, Phil Steele's got to be, what, almost buttoned up at this point? We're all, we're, what, two weeks away from May? I would think he's maybe not as next to last draft, but getting pretty close. Well, the transfer portal opens up again on Saturday. That's true. 
So, but you can get to it to get to a point, and then you have to obviously go back and figure it out. Right? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, the way we the way it is. So the portal opens. Iowa needs a minimum one wide receiver for sure. I think two wouldn't hurt with Brody Brad. Yep. Need some depth at cornerback, mm-hmm. as we saw a season ago mm-hmm. when Cooper DeGene went out in the game against Nebraska. Oof. Wasn't a whole lot behind him. Nope. Probably need. And how do you fill that role? How do you tell a guy you're not going to start? Right. And that's got to be a tough conversation yeah. with anybody in the portal, right? Right. We want you to come here, but again, you're leaving your school because you weren't playing a bunch. <laughs> right. We'd love to have you, but you're not going to play a bunch. Right. <laughs> you're not exactly going to get the who's who right. of the cornerbacks yep. that are out there, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. But a depth piece. I think that's where you're looking. What does Iowa State need? What do they need? Offensive line is always. Uh, every year. Every year. And every year we're told it's going to be better. Uh-huh. And every, and every year, year it's doesn't. not. No, it's, it's not. It's the same thing. Uh-huh. Eight years of. Mediocr- this is the year. Mediocrity or bets. <laughs> right? <laughs> Coughing up, y'all, right? Uh, yeah, eight years of, of that. They could use a receiver. Could they use a receiver? I like Noel. This bitter kid mm-hmm. is opening eyes. Uh, Dimitri Stanley, I think he's going to be. Maybe not be Xavier Hutchinson, but this apparently was the fastest guy on the team last year. Um, and we saw that a couple of times. Did see that a couple of times. What about the tight end? <sighs> Easton Dean uh, is the incumbent, right? Um, not sure what they have behind him. Didn't see a lot of them. Hanukkah played, but I think he's he's more of a blocking yeah. tight end. So he, they could, he got a touchdown or two though. Did he down inside the red zone? Yeah, okay. but yeah, not not that guy. I've always been intrigued by Tyler Moore, a guy that can stretch the field. A Johnston kid, really good athlete. Not sure where he's is he blocking. quick? Is he fast? Oh, yeah, for yeah. a tight end, is he good? absolutely? Okay. He's, we kind of talked about the other Johnston kid that's up there right now. That's more yes. of a wide receiver kind of yep. athlete, yep. and that was kind of Tyler Moore too. Okay. Not sure where he is as a blocker. But yeah, I, I mean, if there's somebody out there, I think, yeah, offensive line, absolutely. Defensively, what do they need? I All like right. their linebackers. I do, too. I like their secondary, I believe. I mean, TJ Tampa, I think, is going to have a breakout type of year. In the uh, middle, they got depth with Orange and Howard. Uh-huh. Howard yep. Brown, you got two yep. guys Playing behind Lee, who's been yeah. there forever. I, I think you're in good shape there. Mm-hmm. Maybe a rush end, if you can find okay. you know, somebody that... More of a third down specialist mm-hmm. type of player, something like that. I think that would make sense. And okay. probably, what, a little bit of depth maybe at linebacker? Uh, there are a lot of new names. Okay. Yeah, that, that that's we true. That, that we that's just don't point. know right yep. now. So, uh, Gary Vaughn is back. Yes. But that's kind of it. Yeah. McLaughlin saw him a little bit. Right. Yep. Same kind of thing. So, okay. yeah, probably line, offensive line and linebacker. That's where I'd be shooting for and looking. And find a kicker and find a punter because <laughs> you can always use them there. Well, you're, you're not excited about Jace Gilbert well, back did, for another he, year? Did he come back for another year? Did he move on? I don't even remember. I mean, it was just a disappointing year for it, him last it year. Just a, it was a forgettable year. Um, I'm not sure if, they, if they've uh, enhanced that position or not. Right, but you're right. So, um Transfer portal is going to open up. Gilbert is on the roster. Is he on the roster? Yep, listed as a sophomore. Uh huh. He's also got the place kicker slash P by his name. The double duty out of this guy? They saw enough in him that year that they want to expand his duties? Or maybe they're understanding maybe the kicking duties maybe is not the spot. Let's use a strong leg and move it over to a punter. Yeah. 
that could be a possibility too. Well, we'll see. the The portal is uh, is is going to open up, and um, and both schools, uh, if the opportunity is there, I'm guessing that they'll take uh, ad- advantage of that. Well, speaking of Iowa State, I do want to spend a minute or so on this, and before we do, I want to make sure that this isn't fake. Um, uh oh, I saw the Iowa State non conference basketball schedule yesterday. Yes. Yeah. It can't be as bad as what it looks like, right? I mean, this is embarrassing. The TJ and company, that this is what they're going to put in front of their fan base for the month of November. They're not going to test themselves essentially at all. Trent, there's a school on there, honest to God, Lindenwood. It sounds like a retirement home. Honestly, Cindy and I are looking at these places, Uh right? Lindenwood, I think we looked at. Who are these schools? Lindenwood is just making the transition to D1. UW Green Bay has been awful. Okay. Awful at hoops. Yeah. Idaho State, not good. Grambling, their SWAC team. Terrible year after year. Right. Oh, by the way, speaking of the SWAC, throw in Prairie View AM and Florida AM also out of the SWAC. Eastern Illinois. Mm. Yes, the jokes are very easy mm. from last year and what they did to yeah. Iowa. Yeah. They're terrible. And right. New Hampshire. That is outside of the Iowa that, game. That's piss poor. That's the home is. slate. Yeah. That is what you get right now. They play in the exact event down in Florida this mm-hmm. year. And is there a heavy head in there? They'll get good teams. Texas A&M, Butler, Penn State, VCU, mm. Virginia Tech. You know, pretty no, good. I mean, not bad. No. But they won't see all of them. They'll but there's see... no North Carolina. Right. There's no, no, no UConn. Duke. There's no Michigan. Michigan's right. There's nothing like that. It's fine. Uh, it's okay. And A&M was good. One if... road game at DePaul in the Big East Challenge. And DePaul stunk. And they've stunk for three decades. This is embarrassingly bad. It's what really are bad. they thinking over there? That the Big 12 is so tough. Ah, please, test yourselves. We need to pile up victories. Ah, please. And if we go... Well, are they, are they going to play 20 games next year in the Big 12? I get, I'm guessing. I hope. Well, let's count this up. All right, they got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 3 there. 13. You can play 31. So, no. No, 18. 18. Interesting. Going to an, a 14-team conference yeah, and you're no, only going to play 18 games? I don't like that at all. No. I, I hate the non-conference schedule. It is terrible. It, it is, is absolutely. Who's in charge of this? Is that Micah Byers deal? Oh, I mean, I obviously, would... ultimately, TJ has to sign yes. off and, and then go into Pollard's office and say, here's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Come on. Test yourselves. Not... You've been in the tournament the last two years. I get you got new players and you want to acclimate them to the program. You have new players every year. Right. Right. Is the SEC Big 12 Challenge, this was the final year of it, It's done. It? Yeah. It's done. So they added the Big East one. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have that to supplement this, that, hey, January. This is garbage. It's as bad as you can find. Uh-huh. And we used to get on Fran McCaffrey oh, for doing this. And, 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 and rightly so, deservedly so. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just, I've, I haven't seen one this bad, Trent. No. Honest to God, when I saw this, when you sent this, I thought, this can't be right. This, are we sure that somebody's not pulling the wool over our eyes? <laughs> right. So the guy that puts these out, this is kind of his little niche, is the scheduling component. What's his name? Uh, Rocco Miller is his name, and he does bracketology and those kind of things. But yeah, this is kind of everybody has their little niche, and his niche is he's a guy that announces a lot of the non-conference scheduling in college basketball, and that's kind of the thing that he's always working for and working through. And if this is the case, and it looks like it is, this is set. They are already set with their non-conference oh. schedule. It is eight awful home games. It's terrible. One good one with Iowa. 
And is that why you can do it? Because you know the fan base will buy the tickets because it's Cyhawks in Hilton this year? And we'll still get Texas coming in maybe for the final time. We'll still have one more chance against Oklahoma. We'll have the newbies well, we coming. hope. I mean, it's not a home-and-home home anymore. Right, that might not happen. It might not happen as well. So I, I was very surprised by this. I understand, yes, roster is going to look a whole lot different. you got all the newcomers, four freshmen coming in already what they've done in the transfer portal. It's going to be a different team. I understand easing into the schedule, but this? Yeah, but you, you, you've eased into the schedule. You don't have to. You've had new teams every year. This is how TJ does business. I'm not being critical and of that. And they well. And it's great, yes. Sweet 16 and none of their appearance. Now they got to find scoring. That was uh, uh, We know that. But with new teams, TJ's teams have come uh, out of the gate playing incredibly well. When, how, how far did they go on that unbeaten streak two years ago? It was 13-0. Right? It was incredible. Yeah. Um, but this? And your fan base, you're asking them to pony up for this garbage? It's bad. It's terrible. I've never seen one like this. Mm-mm. Not one of those eight teams at home, short of the Iowa game, is in the top 250 from Ken Palmieri. That's a joke. That is an, uh, that's, a, that's a joke. Not even a middling, you no. know, a, a South Dakota state. Of, Are you going to puff your chest, though? Because we, we beat Eastern Illinois last time they were in the state. They pulled off the... That's what's going to get your fan base excited? Well, the jokes will be there, but... Sure they will. It doesn't have a whole lot of depth and breadth you to You know what the conference. joke is? The joke's the schedule. Yes. Joke's November. November, you're going to play Green Bay, Lindenwood, Ohio State, and Grambling. And then that ESPN event in, uh, in Florida. Please. Over Thanksgiving weekend... That's terrible. And looking at this, Texas A&M will probably be preseason top 25. Maybe Vatech. Maybe Penn State. Uh, they're going to. They lost they everything. Th- yeah. They lost everything. Okay. Including their coach. They mm-hmm. got a big rebuild. Boise State had a good year last yeah, year. Right. Butler's rebuilding. Hit and miss. Yeah. It's not and a while. It's not like you're going to see all of those teams. You're going to see three of them. Mm-hmm. BCU. Yeah. Heck, Iowa State might be the one seed out of this group. <laughs> Uh, just terrible. That's Anyways, bad. let's move on. Hey, uh, so they're still shopping in the portal. They got a visit coming up this weekend. The from gar- trend, it's, it's one guard after another making right. their way to Ames. Yes, they continue to pile up trying to... They're going small. Yeah, and it's a little bit surprising, right, with the Buffalo kid? Like, kind of felt like they were done at that point. Mm-hmm. They already got Gilbert. They mm-hmm. already got Pavelski. Mm-hmm. Who I think is going to be a really good player, by the way. They got, obviously, Williams coming back now mm-hmm. for another se- well, first, the, first season. Well, the... The whispers kind of around him is it may not be as, he may not be as far along basketball wise as was anticipated. So it may take him a while to get back into basketball form. Of course, Lipsy's there. Yes, um, but they're just bringing all these guards that's bringing in. I mean, is Momsilovich, is he like a small forward, uh, or is he more of a power forward? I think he's a three. Yeah. So there's another guy kind of. Mm-hmm. Roster construction is going to be interesting, seeing how this team plays out. The team in Lipsy is not going to lose his job. No, God, no. I mean, I, you know what? I hope he gets pushed. I mean, <laughs> but I would be surprised if he. I thought he had a really good freshman campaign. When you the circumstances behind that, here you go. It's, it's your team. Yeah. If Williams is healthy, can you play both those guys together? I, Neither I, of them can shoot. You know what? I I don't know enough about Williams' game. Didn't see him at all last year. He did not shoot it well at Temple. Both years. Mm-hmm. I think one year shot like 29%, the other 23% from three. He's a guy that, well, what we've seen a lot of. Good defender, mm-hmm. get into the paint, good off the bounce, can't shoot a lick. Mm. And now you pair those two together, and then if you got a front court of Robert Jones, Trey King, and Omaha Blue, 
Not a whole lot of shooting on that team. Uh, I can't wait to watch Baloo. Yes. I can't wait. <laughs> what, is it, what kind of impact is he going to have? Probably not at the level many people anticipate. See, see my expectations are through the roof. They shouldn't be. Yeah. That's just not the kind of player he is. Mm-hmm. He's not going to come in and average 16 a game. Okay. What, what's, what, would you, what would you say? Uh, I put the over-under. If we could put an over-under. 10 and a half? There. 12? 12 and a half is about okay. what I was thinking. Yeah, All right. Right in that range. 12 and a half points, mm-hmm. five and a half rebounds, a couple mm-hmm. assists. Trey King, 43s. Full year of Trey King. The rust is totally knocked off of him. Yeah. I think there's still a ton of upside with Trey King, too. I do, too. I mean, it, how many times did it just feel like he wasn't quite right. comfortable a lot. out there yep. on the floor? That's yep. going to be a way. I mean, the shackles are off. He is ready mm-hmm. to go. It is. You mentioned the rust factor, and that absolutely was right there. I think Trey King has a lot more upside to his game, and he can be a scorer. I think he can average 16 a game. Mm-hmm. I think he can be that kind of impact scorer. But, yeah, and then you get all these transfer people coming in, and it's so difficult to understand fit. I mean, from go back throughout the day, and, and the guys that we thought were going to be great, yeah. and it didn't turn out to be yeah. the case, and some guys you're like, eh, we'll see, and then they turn out to be all Big 12 players. So it's the hit and miss rate is really interesting in the transfer portal, and or they're looking to build, and they still got, uh, what, Two scholarships remaining? I thought maybe one. One, yes, yeah, yeah one. Because they got Gilbert from UNLV yeah. and the kid from Wofford. Yep. And one more to go. Oh, boy. Uh, we'll see. So well, they'll get a lot of wins early in the year. Yeah. <laughs> Fake wins. That's hey, terrible. One other on the portal over to Iowa City. So, as we found out this week, it looks like the, uh, the kid from Merrimack, Jordan Miner, uh-huh. the best defender, the best yep. athlete. That's the, of the kid you're excited Center. about, right? And he's off the board, for all intents and purposes. He canceled his visit to Iowa City. So all their eggs right now are in the basket of B.J. Mack. Under the rim kind of player, very good from the outside, can shoot it. Not a great rebounder, okay. How about the other end of the floor? Not a good defender. Uh Well, he fits. Right. (laughs) They already got Ben Cricky. Yep. Not a good defender. Nope. This team might be worse defensively than they were this year. Come on. They absolutely could be. DeSante Bowen, is he a good defender? Uh, we don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Would you say defending is either the Sanford's strong point? No, uh, I wouldn't think. <laughs> Not so much. Yep. Josh Dix? Yeah. Patrick McCaffrey? Think no, of him as a defender? No, no I don't. <laughs> kind of a one-trick pony? Yep. Putting his head down, running around with the uh-huh. ball. Tripling. <laughs> this defense could be brutal. Yeah. And the other part of it... And Cats picked them 13th in the Big Ten. I saw that. Yet, 13. Lenardi had them the first team out of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> so we're all over the map we're, is what we're saying. We're very much all over uh-huh. the map. If they swing a miss on B.J. Mack, they have nothing else set up right now for bigs. They still have not... How tall is Mack? 6'10". Oh, good. Yeah. Under the rim kind of player, though. Mm-hmm. He's more of that floating the outside, likes to shoot the three, that kind of guy. You're going into the season with an awful defensive team. Where's the scoring there punch before? Come from? <laughs> and why, why is it just BJ Mack? I don't understand how this is all that they have set up. This roster, it's not good. This is not a good roster. And in this age, to go at this point and say we're down to one and that's it, mm-hmm. and to have no backup plan, mm-hmm. and to not even be, but well, we're sure around. there's no backup plan. That is what I have heard from uh, Brad Heinrichs, who runs Iowa Swarm. Okay. This is kind of it. Yeah. At least as of right now. Now, if Mac visits, visits and commits. Well, Caker will be here tomorrow at about 1230, so we'll pick his brain. I think it is very short-sighted, though, to just go into this and say, hope for Mac, and if not, we'll figure it out. Does that mean that Bronze then becomes a scholarship guy? 
from Belmont? Probably. If it's there, I mean, yeah. you may as well use it, right? They got two left. Uh-huh. Does that mean Nimmers, the walk-on from the Quad yeah. Cities, he gets yeah. a scholarship and you just go like that? I don't like it. There's too many players in the portal that can help you to just throw up your thousands, hands and there's say, There's thousands yeah. of them still. Sorry, we missed out our top five. Yeah, we only got good. one of them and we're done. Look, we tried. Didn't try hard enough. Yeah. If it plays out in that fashion, didn't try hard enough. Oh, boy. Let's talk a little bit of baseball from yesterday. Mm-hmm. I want to start with that uh, scary incident uh, in, uh, in Minneapolis yesterday. So we're over-taping our TV show. Uh-huh. You can catch it on Mediacom MC22, Inside the Numbers, and had the game on on my phone. I said, well, watch this. Mm. And... Watching a phone, so you can't really. But you know tell. what? The, I say this about watching on a device. It's clear as a bell. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It crazy? really is. Yeah. It's not a big screen, but no, no. But it's clear. It's clear. It yeah. is HD. It yeah. is crystal clear. Yeah. And you see that? Oh my God! It was frightening. And then the reports. No fracture. No broken jaw. No, but they had to. What did they say? They reinforced his four bottom teeth. four teeth. Right. Four teeth. Four of his bottom teeth. You, yes. only, you get more than four, Ken. <laughs> Unless you're a hockey player, right? <laughs> well, yeah. But you are born. In the beginning, you get four. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, a farmer took it right in the chops. And then later in the game, Byron Buxton just runs into the second baseman. That looked scary. It's Byron Buxton. I know. He's made out of glass. Before you thought, well, we'll see him maybe after the All-Star yeah. break after that happened. Enjoy September. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's, there's something that's going to happen. And... At least on the surface, he appears to be good to go. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he's in the lineup tonight against the Yankees. Who, but, who pitches for the Twins tonight? Uh, it'll be Joe Ryan. Oh, good. Who has been good. He's a bulldog. Yes, he's, he's a been guy good. that he's never scared of the moment. He's not a guy that wows you with what he does. It's just that sinker is so good. No, in, but he throws strikes. He's, he's got a lot of strikeouts already, does he not? He does, yeah. He's, he just, he's just a solid guy. Yeah. He's a guy that if he's your number three on a playoff team, you're not worried about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is he an ace? No, but he's just really good. Mm-hmm. Such an interesting background, being a water polo player, and that's why that's his background. He, he played water polo, and that's why his the movement on his sinker has different movement than basically anybody in baseball. Is because he grew up playing water polo, and just the arm <laughs> angle from playing that right. has led to this kind of weird dip that he has in his pitches. But was right. water polo a thing here in school? No. Did you guys play water? polo? Yeah, we did. No, what? I didn't. But yeah, we did. You had water polo had, in Winnipeg. Yep, yep, yep. It's going to be cold. Well, he, there's indoor pools. Oh, okay, good. A couple. <laughs> yeah, but it was a thing. Really? I mean, I know it wasn't for me or my no. friends. We didn't water polo. But uh, you had a high school But team. it's a pretty tough game. Yeah, oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, there's just You're kind trying of, water nonstop. And it's anything goes under the water a lot of times, apparently. I mean, I guess. I don't know. The We've talked about the twin staff and what they are and how good they have mm-hmm. been. This bullpen, too, has been really, really good. Third right now in ERA, uh, fourth in strikeouts, top five in basically every statistical category. We know what they have at the back end, but this bullpen, they've added velocity for, well, it's taken them about 20 years to catch up to the rest of baseball. Hey, you know what's really good? <laughs> Having guys that throw hard on your bullpen, and they finally figured that no, one out. We should out. try that one year. Yeah, we, we should try it, but they're really banged up right now, yet they keep winning games, and... I, I just had a chuckle because I clicked on the standings tab on my phone on the app I use for scores, and they have, if the playoffs started today. Oh, no, they don't. Oh, yeah, and, and well, I got excited about it because the Twins would be the number two seed. <laughs> of course, the Rays the number one. Your opening matchup in the first round, the Angels, the winner of the West, get the Rangers, and the Yankees, Blue Jays, and the other three gamer. <sighs> Sign me up. Yeah, take that right now. In the National League, you'll ex- be excited about this. We got the Braves as the one, the Brewers the two, Diamondbacks, Dodgers in mm. Arizona. Wow. 
and your 4-5 matchup. The Pirates hosting the Cubs. <laughs> no pods. No Padres. They're on the outside looking in right now. At least the way they had the tiebreaker set up Thank here. Thank God the season doesn't end today, Trent, in the playoffs. You need those Padres that. in. Yes, we do here today. A uh, real quick note on this. I, I wanted to mention, I wanted to spend a ton of time. Uh, the, the Blackhawks told Jonathan Taves that uh, they won't be re-signing him next year. Um, I get where hockey uh, you know, stands in the market. Uh, but what a player. Yeah. What a player for, for a long time with the captain of the Blackhawks and had the long COVID and just wasn't the same guy after after that. So, anyways, terrific, terrific uh, career in uh, in Chicago. Three Stanley Cups. So, speaking of hockey, I see the Iowa Wild down to their final couple yeah, of games. Yeah, so they need three points in their next two games or they're out. They're out. I thought the playoffs were not as – I mean, I thought they were going to get in this year. Rockford right now is a point behind them, mm-hmm. and the Chicago Wolves are four points behind them. So, right? and they're playing Texas the next two? Uh, not sure on that front. I can click on the wild schedule here and see where they are. Here's their roster, teams, uh, Minnesota Wild. I, I don't have it here in front of me. Okay. I can't find it. But, yeah, they have two games remaining. Rockford, though, they're a point behind. They have three games remaining. Well, they need three points, and they've got two games to do it, so they've got to win one and get a loser point. Or win them both. Win them both. Feel better. That's the best way to do it. Absolutely. Don't back into it. Mitch Holt is going to join us next. So you've already got your spot where you're going to be broadcasting from Thursday and Friday. Yes, yeah. We're all locked and loaded there. All good on that front. So be there Thursday and Friday. If you're going down to Kansas City, you know, one thing I remember talking to people that went over to Chicago when they had it over there. Yeah, how many years in a row did they have it? Two or three? Was it two? Two for sure. Yeah. And just saw a ton about how much fun the NFL experience that mm-hmm. they have set up is. Heard the same thing, Super Bowls recently, those kind of things that they have set up. So if you're heading down there, we'll be there from 11 to 1 at Char Bar, which is okay. within a couple of miles of the location where that the draft will be held. So you can stop by. I'll get you a beer if you want or whatever else is going on out there, whatever your drink of choice is. Stop on by, have some good lunch maybe before you get there. If you're heading down, get an early lunch before you make your way over to the NFL Draft in the headquarters there. But it's Char Bar. Be there Thursday and Friday from 11 to 1. Uh, have you seen any estimates how many people that the Kansas City Chamber of Commerce or whatever one of the outfits uh-uh. thinks it's going to bring to the city? You know, those... 100,000. 100,000. 100,000 people they think will make their way to Kansas City throughout the three days of the draft. So you're telling me it's going to be a little busy getting out? Well, have you got your hotel room yet? I'll stay with my cousin. Oh, good. Because the hotel rooms, as one would anticipate when there's that many people coming to town. That was the reason. A little pricey. Yeah, I found one, not even walking distance, but a short Uber. Mm -hmm. And it was was like a, a country and a choice, you know, something like that. It's like 860 bucks. It's nuts. Hey, Dalton. (laughs) Haven't talked to you in a while? I know you got an extra room. Cousin Trent's coming down. He's excited for it. Remember when we were eight when I last we saw each other? Well, no, it's a cousin I see all the time. Oh, it is. That's a good one. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, Mitchell. Not one of those distant ones. Yeah. And we haven't talked in a decade. You got a room? Right. Sleep on the couch? Um, Mitch Holtis, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He will join us when we come back. Our number two, more hockey conversation. The voice of the Minnesota Wild, Joe O'Donnell, will join us. Final night of the regular season, the NHL playoffs start on Monday. Buckle up. It is a fascinating playoff series. I think it's the best. You get it, folks. You know where my affinity lies. But of uh, of the playoff runs, uh, there's nothing like it. I think it's the most difficult playoffs to get through. Yes. That's personal.
You're, to me, that's my opinion. You're right on it, though. I think so. But again, I have a little bias when it comes <laughs> yes. to it. I want to make that very clear. But it's incredible theater. And it all starts on Monday in the Minnesota Wild. I think they've got a chance, I do, um, to go to win a round or two. When was the last time they did? Uh, seven, eight years ago. Uh-huh. It's been a while. Uh, it has. I think seven years, six straight first-round exits. Isn't that something? Mm. And they're either going to get Colorado mm. or Dallas, I think. I'm Watched pretty sure. two minutes of uh, Dallas-St. Louis last night. I did, too. It wasn't, it, the game was out of hand. It did yeah. nothing for me. Um, I think it was like... maybe. Was, did you watch the Bulls, by the way? You didn't I did. talk about the Bulls. What a comeback. That was great. Yeah, I'm, did you live bet when they what were they down 15 16 something like that? I didn't I didn't see the comeback happening. Okay. I I was not a believer in that one yeah. but back to the NBA live betting the NBA. Oh. Just take that team when they get down there's going to be a comeback at some there point. There was. Jeez. And I I watched pretty much start to finish then the late game. Mm-hmm. I mean I I knew very little. I didn't watch the Thunder. Right. I watched the Pelicans. I have watched the, the Thunder the since the big 3 were there. Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, kid from Australia that almost had a triple-double. I knew the name, remembered him from the draft. But, uh, Boy, I don't. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He's good player. You know, we, we've heard so much about mm-hmm. him. And uh, look at, and then just watching him, especially during the third quarter last night. He At 15, he was getting to the rim whenever he wanted. That Thunder team, they're going to give the Wolves some trouble. I, I'll tell you, I'm already locked and loaded. I, I got a Thunder bet. That's coming up on tomorrow's show. That one is and that's already eight thirty. I want to say tomorrow yes. night. I uh, I watched the Tigers, Blue Jays. I watched the, the the Bulls. That's what I was flipping back and forth to. The Jays had a nice come from behind victory, and then I went over and watched Dodgers and the Giants last night. Kershaw. They got to him early, but boy, oh boy, the bats came alive. Uh, came to life for the Dodgers. We'll take to talk to Mitch Holtis uh, when we come back. The voice of the Kansas City Chiefs just go inside some of the plans. If you're headed down to watch the NFL draft two weeks from tonight, it gets. Underway, but right now it is time for another thousand dollar home run. Head to kxno.com right now. You can enter this nationwide keyword cash in the pop up box at kxno.com. Cash kxno.com. Your chance to win a thousand dollars. Cash the keyword uh, this hour. Cash kxno.com. Another one coming up in about an hour and then through the remainder of the afternoon. Bulls were down 19, apparently. Wow. Miller and Condon back with the voice of the Chiefs. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. 800 bets off. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. As promised, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, a little busier normally in the offseason with the Chiefs the and Kansas City hosting the NFL Draft two weeks from tonight, round number one. Uh, when Mitch joins us, it's sponsored by our friends at Papa John's here at the Donaldson's in Central Iowa. Uh, good to speak with you again, Mitch Holtis. Won't be long before we're doing this every day in August, which we can't wait for, but uh, good to catch up with you. How have you been? Well, actually, very well. Thanks, and hope you guys are well as as well. Uh, it's just I'm trying to figure out when the season ended. It just felt like it didn't <laughs> end. It just segued into the next uh, part because it you know uh, Super Bowls on February the 12th. The parade is a couple days after that on February 15th. Free agency starts up <laughs> just days after that. And now we're hosting the NFL draft, and so good problem to have. And man, it's the throttle has stayed open, but it's it's a uh, Incredible and exciting times in Kansas City and the Chiefs' kingdom. 
I bet it is. Well, I, I said to Trent earlier, so I saw a piece of 100,000 people maybe coming. I shortchanged them. That's every day. There might be oh, wow. 300,000 yeah. people uh, making their way. Where That's a lot of people, Mitch. Union Station, a big place, but boy, oh boy, that's a lot of folks. Um, I'm, and I'm sure the, the, the city will handle it. Uh, how involved are you on, uh, I guess, where is most of your involvement been? Well, it's going to, there's three different, for me personally, there's three different activations here. One is what the NFL is asking, requiring. Uh, two is what the Chiefs are doing themselves. And three is what the community is doing, whether through the Sports Commission or other entities. And truthfully, right now, as of 1140, uh, whatever day this is, April the 13th <laughs> or 14th, um, I have at least three major events a day starting Monday. And it's it's literally morning, noon, and night. And it's mostly in the downtown area, but we also continue our normal draft coverage, whether the draft would be in Nashville or Las Vegas or or Altoona, Iowa. Like it's it's we're still doing our stuff, but it's just adding on to what's happening on site. The team is doing some really cool stuff. I can't I can't let you know yet because we haven't pulled the the, uh, the uh, curtain open yet, but it's going to be really awesome. So the stage is set up at Union Station. I'm going to give people a place to go. I think the best place to go to try to navigate what's going on, plus there's renderings of what it's going to look like. But go to sportkc.org. I'll hit this a couple times. Sportkc.org, and there's a drop-down. 2023 NFL draft and just open that up and you'll see what's going on. But the team will also have its own, the chiefs will have their own area in addition to what the NFL is having and what the chiefs are bringing to their area. is going to be pretty epic. Mm-hmm. So I'll just tease it that way. I'll just put it this way. It was made in, it's being made in San Antonio. Uh, they flew me down there to see it and, uh, we'll pop out some video when we pull the curtain off. There's just a lot of exciting things. So it's a full-on, man, starting Monday morning all the way through till Saturday when the draft ends. Actually, Saturday evening, there could be some like post-draft parties. But it's full-on that whole week, guys. The fountain right in front there. It's going to be a beautiful mm-hmm. backdrop for it with the big stage in front. Amazing. How about the yeah. Kansas City angle? Is there any names that maybe potentially going to announce a Chiefs pick? Anything that we know on that front or anything you can tell us right now? I can't tell you, but yeah, <laughs> you're going to get a lot of that. Uh, it's going to be very creative and very exciting, uh, not just from the Chiefs front, but from the NFL front. That's one of the, and I was going to, I was just going to, you know, give the invite uh, and they can go on this site. Um, and I'm not, I'm not championing this site for, it's just the best place to go, I think, to navigate. So when you do the drop down, you'll see some buttons of how to get the one pass. And, yep. But I would, I would, if this, you guys have so many fans, so many great fans, and I know Des Moines is a battleground. Like there's so many Viking fans, Packer fans, Bears fans, Ken's a Bronco fan. This is for everybody. This mm-hmm. isn't a Chiefs deal. And and maybe Minnesota will have it, maybe soon, but I doubt it. I mean, they might. But this is right basically a three-hour drive to an NFL fan's world. I mean, we talk about the Iowa State Fair. This is this is the Iowa State Fair, you know, mm. on on energy drink, um, and it's all right here. 
it is a spectacular setting. The renderings are there. If you go to that site, Trent, you can pull it up or can yeah, see it. you'll Got see it. the renderings. Like it's phenomenal with Union Station behind a and the NFL is gonna have its biggest production yet. They have put more into this draft than they have to the others. They just keep getting bigger and better. But the people think of our Super Bowl celebrations of fifty four and fifty seven, uh, where there were essentially two hundred thousand people Huh. Uh, the parade route was almost a million, but 200,000 people at Union Station where the stage was set up and I get to introduce the team and we do all the hubbub. This is like that on energy drink. And then where the World War One Museum is, which is at the top of the berm, basically, and then you see the Liberty Memorial, that whole lawn, which is like a version of the Washington lawn, Kansas City style is going to be, there's going to be activities all along there as well. And that's where the Chiefs will have their setup. Mm. So it's, it's just, it's spectacular what's going to happen here. And it's, it's in your backyard. So I would just suggest, um, make the drive, find the one pass, find a place to stay, call your third cousin that lives in Kansas City Trent and say, did. come in <laughs> and uh, do it. Trent literally did. That's where he's staying. Yep. He's going to be there Thursday and Smart Friday. Guy. Yeah, absolutely. So t- tell us more about the one pass, because that's what you got to have to get access, correct? Yeah, yeah. And there's this, I'm just, uh, while we're talking here, I'll just maybe walk them through this. Uh, and, yes, you don't just show up and go, hey, what's going on? I'm here. So it's, yeah. not, it's not exactly like, yeah, it's not exactly like the Iowa State Fair. But on the drop-down, you can see um, the one pass. So I'm just like I'm opening up the button now, and you can go to the app store. But then that will be your way of, like, having a ticket to a game. Gotcha. And so that's that's also a way of kind of, you know, regulating – the crowd or for security reasons or just like going to a Iowa or Iowa State game or a Chiefs game, uh, you'll have it digitally and you can download it and and uh, then enjoy and soak it in because there's going to be a hundred things you can do with that. So uh, just go to that drop down, find the button, and then let it roll from there. That's uh, really, really cool, and I'm, I'm working on it right now. I'm getting that set yeah. up and downloaded and get registered and, and be ready to go. So not only do we have Kansas City having this, but they got a ton of picks as well. Oof. And the way that this organization has set themselves up for sustainability, for it's not about a one-year blip, it's not about even a five-year, it is about the next decade of being a contender year in and year out. And drafting at the end of the draft seemingly every year. And being able to do it, but building it, understanding how to construct a roster. Mitch, as you, you watch this, and you've been around this team for a very long time, what is so different about what Veach and company have done and, and he throw everybody into the mix about putting a roster together? Yes, having Mahomes helps, but after Mahomes, everything else that goes into it. Well, let's just give you an example, A, of your premise and leading into the answer to this question was be what happened last year. The Chiefs had 12, or I'm sorry, 10 draft picks. Nine had significant roles in the season, and then you add – Jack Cocker in the South Dakota Coyote as an undrafted free agent. The Chiefs set an all-time NFL record last year, you guys, hmm. by playing eight rookies on defense and special teams in a conference championship game and a Super Bowl. That had never happened in the history of the league. It was one of the youngest rosters in the league and still was able to win a Super Bowl. Now, at the bright lights of Mahomes, Kelsey, Chris Jones overshadows that. Now, that sets up the answer to the question. And uh, 
the fact that when you have everybody like-minded vertically and horizontally, it leads to a power source of making that happen. Meaning, and, and I'll lead people to, uh, we did a Defending the Kingdom podcast last week with Matt McMullen, our senior team reporter. And I'm not just shilling the podcast, just find it. You can go to YouTube and, and put in the search engine, Defending the Kingdom, it'll pop up. And we do them weekly, but this one is the Kingdom Lens. And what we try to get people inside to answer your question, is, and it's a 30-minute answer to your question, uh, but I'll give you the truncated version, is the fact that the Chiefs look at players differently than teams. Other teams do, a lot of other teams. But to do that and to be successful, you have to have like-mindedness, meaning Brett Veach is in Coach Reed's brain. He is in the staff's brain. His staff, Veach's staff, knows what Veach wants because Veach knows what Coach Reed wants. Now, let me just give you an example of last year. The Chiefs had three seventh-round draft picks. Two of those guys had big-time roles in winning a world championship. Hmm. Um, when you look at Isaiah Pacheco, right, as the running back who became a premier running back in the seventh round, well, there was this glut of running backs because of COVID. So when the personnel department is, and the scouts are looking for a player in this, and they're thinking, what would what does Andy Reid want? What does he want from a rookie running back? Jalen Watson, the same thing, who was at Washington State, a Juco guy, before he went to Wazoo cooking hamburgers <laughs> in Augusta, Georgia. But what did they see that Spags wants in his corners? The other thing is the versatility and multiplicity of um, assets that they bring. Let's take wide receiver. The Chiefs need a wide receiver. They lose Juju Smith-Schuster. They lose McCole Hardman to free agency. And the kingdom is clamoring for a receiver. Okay, not every receiver fits the mold of the kingdom lens, meaning every receiver that plays for this team has to know every receiving uh, position. Are you a slot? Are you an X? Are you a Z? Yes, you're all of them. You're none of them, and you're all of them. And that's the approach that they take. So who has the acumen to possibly do that? Now take Mingo from Ole Miss, okay? He's, a, he's an interesting guy. Doesn't, he's not a blazer at all. He's not going to hum down the field in 4-4 four, four time. But he brings uh, something to the table that would add – and be specific to the Chiefs' kingdom in the fact that he plays, he can play, smart kid, but he can play all three positions. He gives you a guy of girth, even though he doesn't run a 4-4, and he's going to be maybe the closest thing to Juju Smith-Schuster in the draft. Not saying they're going to take him, but they might. But you have to look through the lens of going, maybe the top-rated guys that NFL.com or ESPN puts up there isn't necessarily at the top of what the Chiefs want, need, or knows will fit their system. It works. It's 10 years of winning. That's empirical. But you have to look at players in the draft through the kingdom lens. Look at the edge rushers, right? There's a, there's a whole bunch of edge rushers in this draft. Well, what is Spags thinking? Spags wants an inside-outside guy. He would love to have a guy that can rotate, not just run twists, but a guy that can play inside with effectiveness. Um, and when you look, a guy like Will McDonald, the fourth of Iowa State, I'm not just saying that to play to the crowd. But he has an appeal to the Chiefs and to Spags because of the different things he can do. He's not just an off-edge rusher. I mean, watch his video. Iowa State fans know it. 
Felix Enizuke Uzama from K-State. Mm-hmm. He's a local kid. Is the closest thing to Frank Clark in this draft? Probably. So uh, you just have to look through things. Through. I know it's a long answer, but it requires a long answer because that's the sec- a part of the secret sauce of this team winning. I did see a mock the other day that had Will McDonald going to Kansas City. SportKC.org. Yep. SportKC.org. It's uh, not a conversation. We don't talk pizza at the very end of it, whether it be the Donaldsons and their philanthropic ways or the good folks at uh, Papa John's throughout central Iowa, Mitch. Well, it's springtime. I mean, we got all kinds of stuff going on, but it's, hey, no better way to enjoy the draft than with a Papa John's pizza. I'm sure the Donaldsons will make their way down here some way. If it's a big event in Kansas City or Des Moines or anywhere, they're going to they're gonna find it. Uh, but anyway, they're terrific. And we know this. Not only do they serve great pizza, but it's the way they think. It's looking through the Donaldson lens at Papa John's that makes them so successful for um, the state of Iowa and Des Moines specific. And next week, by the way, spoiler alert, yes. uh, on the Defending the Kingdom, we'll have one Caitlin Clark. Oh, nice. Well done. <laughs> What, uh, what a story. Huge cheese fan. You guys know how big a cheese fan she is? She's an enormous cheese fan. That, that is fangirl of the cheese. I'm just telling you right now, the Dowling Maroon. That's good stuff. Mitch, we'll talk to you in August. Can't wait. Thanks for doing this, Mitch Holtis. Yep. Enjoy the draft. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank yes, you. Sir. Yeah, good to talk to you. Mitch Holtis, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. There you go. Caitlin Clark on the Defending the Kingdom uh, podcast next week. Uh, you have to have that pass, Trent. Yeah. Download the pass. I downloaded it, and I'm good to go. Registered. NFL One Pass app. That's yeah. what it is. NFL One Pass. Uh, the, the website, again, sportkc.org. Tunley, Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Footwear sold. All right, Miller Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Will McDonald to the Chiefs with the final pick of the first round. How would that be? You get the local connection, the drought is 50 over. 50 years After to the day. 50 years. <laughs> right. Iowa State fans have to sweat all the way until the end until on the Thursday night. End. As they did last year, thinking Brees Hall might sneak yes. in. But uh, he went, was 36th overall last year. That sounds right. I think right. it was 36 yeah. overall. Um, See Hopkins maybe to the Jets. All that money that came pouring in on the Jets to win the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. I mean, they're going to be better, but they still got to get by the Bills to win the division. Your Dolphins like, are good. Jets, Lions, Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I can't go. I do like the Lions. I know you do. I I like the team. Don't like the organization. Yeah, it means one of these years, right? Don't, no. You don't think so? Well, you've been saying that for what, 70, 80, well, 90 years? I haven't, but well, it's been yeah, a long time. People. <laughs> right. That go that route. Yeah, been a long time, but I think that means they're, they're, they're the favorite to win the division for a reason. That gets them a home game, at least one. They'll win the division. It's a pretty big leap. Go from non-playoff team to Super Bowl. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I understand it happens. Mm-hmm. And you still got to I mean, look good. If, if I had to you know, bet my life today, AFC, NFC, I'm betting the AFC. As you should. Absolutely. Yes. It's where all the quarterbacks are. It's where the teams are. That's, well, kind of go hand in hand. You got a quarterback, <laughs> you got a chance. Hour two. Joe O'Donnell, the voice of the Minnesota Wild, will help us out with these playoffs. They start on Monday. Kenny White will help us out with a couple of gambling questions. What have they seen in baseball with the new rules? Is the NBA really tighten up the defense? Hour 2 next, 106.3.